Minimalist Podcast, where we focus on how we can improve our physical health so that we can enjoy the life God has called us to, to the absolute fullest. Hello, welcome. Thank you for being here. I'm so excited to be talking with you today. My name is Brittany. I'm a Catholic wife and mom of two boys and one on the way. And I am a personal trainer, group fitness instructor, and just ready to rock with you today. Ironically and funny, because yes, my intro is that I'm a personal trainer, group fitness instructor. However, what am I talking about today? Cleaning. So before I even start, I feel like I need a disclaimer this. I really don't like when people just go way outside their domain of expertise, you know, when the whole kind of stay in your lane concept. A lot of times I'll follow somebody or be listening to somebody and then they're all of a sudden counseling me on something else. And I'm like, okay, listen, I was listening to your podcast for nutrition hacks, not for cleaning. And that might be what you're thinking right now. But the reason I'm recording this podcast is because definitely not because I'm any kind of professional cleaner. So I'm just going to say that right now. Um, But overwhelmingly, one of the most enjoyed and downloaded episodes was the one that I did on productivity hacks and on routines. So really tells me what I kind of already know from training so many women, but especially new moms, that one of the biggest obstacles to why you cannot seem to find the time to get fit or seem to find the time to meal prep or food prep, however you want to look at it, is because you're, you're just like running around like a chicken with your head cut off. And I say that because I've been there and I get that. And in some ways I am totally still there. So in no way am I talking about this is absolutely the best thing, you know, I think everyone should do. You could go on Pinterest and there's probably 900 different cleaning checklists you could print out. I'm just going to share today what works for me and helps me stay organized and focused because I do think that whatever your routine is, you just need one. You need systems. It's so evident in everything, the success for anything is you can't just have goals. You need to have systems behind it. And if your goal is to have a tidy house or an orderly house, whatever you're living in right now, I know some people listening to this are in apartments. Some are in huge homes. I only also have a thousand square foot home. So I also know that it's not that much to take care of. So when I run through this day, you might be like, oh my goodness, like, well, no wonder you have so much time to do that because it doesn't take that much time to maintain. 100%. I'm So if you're in a 2,500 square foot home, this is definitely going to look different for you. And if you're in a much smaller apartment, it'll look different for you too. But the point is having the systems. Right now I'm reading Atomic Habits, which I'm really late to the party on. And um, it's by James Clear. I love habit books. I've shared that before. I've read all of Gretchen Rubin's books on habits. I read Charles Duhigg's The Power of Habit. I really, you know, that's a a big field of interest for me. But for whatever reason, this one, I just, when everybody was all about it last year, I just took a minute. (laughs) So I am reading it right now and everything, I'm just sitting there nodding my head like, yep, yep, yep. And he talks about how so many of us just set goals and we don't have the systems to back up those goals. And then we also don't have the identity to do those systems. So it's it's all connected where your goal might be to be an organized, orderly person, but if that's as far as it gets, you don't actually have any systems in place, you're not going to be any more orderly or organized. And then if you think of yourself, that's where the identity piece comes in as, well, I'm just not, a, I'm just, you know, I'm just a disorganized person. I'm just not an organized person. I'm just not a tidy person. Then you're just going to keep doing that. And I have said that back to, um, 
episodes, I have no idea what number, (laughs) about how to become a fit mom. And I said, just start acting like one. Just literally say, okay, well, what would a fit mom do here? Oh, she'd probably walk to the library instead of drive to the library. Or what would a fit mom do? We're at Wendy's for lunch. Oh, she'd probably get a grilled chicken salad, not a burger and fries. You know, that's part of it with this. So again, you need systems, whatever that looks like for you. And not at all saying, I'll say it this one last time, that this is the best thing. I just, I also am always intrigued by this because I like to hear other people's. Again, if you take one thing away from this today that you're like, oh, she washes sheets on the same day every week. I'm going to try that next week. Great. That's one more thing you automated. But I just am saying I get it. I've been there. I don't still have systems for everything. And that is something I'm kind of on search for. It's a really cool part of our lives too, especially you younger moms that are listening to this who have your first baby or second baby or something, that we get to start these systems. We get to start these traditions. We get to start these things in our home. It's so cool. I remember just dying to do this. I grew up with three sisters and a mom who our mom was so organized with systems and things like that, but we just, you know, had to follow her systems. That's how it goes. You're the kid. And I remember thinking, I can't wait to come up with, you know, my own way to run the household and do these things. And then we get in it and it can be so overwhelming. And then if we don't have, you know, a structure or habits in place here, I know the panicked feeling of you just laid your kid down for a nap and now you're like, oh no, should I go do the sink full of dishes? Should I do a workout real quick? Should I go catch up on emails? Should I, should I, should I? Because we don't know when we're doing anything. So the beauty of having the systems laid out is that on a Monday nap time, I know, okay, I can go prep my notes for podcasts because I record podcasts on Tuesdays because I have already gotten my two loads of laundry done. The bathroom's kind of dirty, but it's going to wait till tomorrow. Like I know when everything's going to be done. I don't just... You know, no one likes that feeling when you sit down on the couch and you look around, you're like, whoa, there's a cobweb there. I have to pull out the boys' spring clothes. Like you just have that checklist, which happens anyways, but knowing there is a time and place to do it and giving it that time and place really has calmed me down so much. I think those of us too who struggle with anxiety and just having a lot on your mind all the time and things like that, you need systems. You need order to your home. Okay, so end rant on that. You just need them, no matter what it is. So we'll get to mine. All right, I divide the year into quarters. So I have things that I do quarterly. I have things that I do monthly, things that I do weekly, things that I do daily. And when I tried to actually sit down and write it out, because I did start with this written out. I used Trello, which is an online organizing workflow space, whatever, that I just have a home board and I have all this down there. I had like what I do quarterly and stuff. It was hard for me to think about what I do daily and I'm probably going to leave a lot out, but there I, wherever you're doing it, paper planner, pull up a Word doc, make a Trello board, whatever you're, you know, gets you excited about it. And I wrote down at the beginning, again, what I wanted to do quarterly to make sure like those jobs that again, when you sit down on the couch, like when the heck is the last time I washed the curtains? you know exactly when you did it. You're like, oh, am I supposed to be rotating my mattress? I think that's an adult thing to do. So these are the things I wrote down. Now I have them all to memory so I don't have to. I'm just like, oh, it's April. I've got to do all my quarterly jobs. So quarterly, I wash all the curtains in the house. I vacuum all the mattresses and I rotate ours. um, And I change the shower curtain liner. So 
That is looking like every January, April, July, and October. So I know that four times a year I am doing those things. Sometimes I will change the shower curtain liner, you know, more often than that. Not all of these, again, are hard and fast. But I know that every, you know, three months I am doing those three tasks. All right, then monthly, this the first one I'm going to definitely be honest here that I slack on this one a lot. But the first one I do monthly or try to is organize all of our digital photos and videos. I use Dropbox and I have my phone synced up to my computer. So they all go to the Dropbox on my computer. And then I just have one big folder that's family photos, one big folder that's family videos. In those two folders, I section it again into quarters. So it's like January through March 2021, April through June 2021, whatever. And I just drag them, drag them, drag them because they all go to my uploads. So again, my phone is just moving them over to my computer for me. And then I just sit down, open up that camera uploads folder and throw them all where they're supposed to go. I don't separate them by kid or anything like that. It's just all in family. And then I separate, you know, anything that I was doing for work too, because right mixed in there will be workouts that I've recorded or demo videos or anything like that. So I do try to do that one monthly. Sometimes that one turns into quarterly, but I really don't let it go usually more than quarterly because then it's just, you know, a hot mess and <laughs> takes way longer to deal with. So I'm pretty good about doing that one at least quarterly. Um, I, in our house, in everyone's house, it's different too. We have a humidifier in our house and the, a furnace. So I have to pour bleach into our humidifier monthly and change the furnace filter. So again, I know that. And to keep it easy, I just am always doing those three things on the first of the month. Obviously, if that falls on a Sunday or something, I'll do it the day before or around that first. But again, it's so ingrained in me now that I know, oh, first of the month's coming up time to do all this stuff. Um, then weekly, so this has fluctuated a bit. And I think this is where everybody is going to fluctuate based on your lifestyle and what works for you. And I've definitely messed around with this. This is again, where I've listened to other people to hear what they have done. I know I've talked briefly about this kind of stuff on the podcast for about doing laundry and things like that. Because I used to do it every single day. I heard again on a podcast <laughs> that was like, you should do a load of laundry every morning so that you just always stay on top of it. But for me, I was realizing at this stage of life, we didn't necessarily need to do a load every single day. I know that sounds ridiculous probably, but I was wasting more time and energy going up and down the stairs and making sure I folded them, put them away every day. Whereas if I stretch it out a little more, then when I'm folding it, I'm putting it all away because I, I, you know, put away the boys and put away my own. I leave my husband's out for him, but, you know, I'm folding. Everybody's doing everybody. So some of these I've bounced around and I tried doing that and I thought this is actually taking way more time. But then I know some people do one day a week and do one big laundry day. That would be way too far for us. And we do try to be a little more minimalist than that, where we only have so many towels and we only have so many dishcloths and stuff. That's what I always run out of first. If I'm trying to push the laundry, it's always dish rags and dish towels. I don't know if that's your house, but <laughs> we never have enough of those. So this is what it looks like. On Mondays, I do laundry. Um, on Tuesdays, and that again probably looks like two batches when I do do it. Tuesdays, I clean the bathroom and this I do while the boys take a bath. So we only have one bathroom and I, while they're taking a bath, I just soak everything down because then it can, it's like the perfect little coupling because you obviously want to be 
in the room where they're taking a bath, but sometimes, you know, you have that drive to want to do things and you're just sitting there and you can only sing row, row, row your boat so many times or be fun. And you're like, okay, I kind of want to do stuff as well. So I spray everything down, let it sit, play with them, sing, whatever. We're doing bath time things. Then I scrub everything down while they're still in there. They love the bath. So usually this is going a while and, uh, do my sinks, toilets, all that stuff. Then once I get them out and try it off and, send them on their way in their PJs, then I'll wash the floor and everything. I know that everything is done. Okay, uh, this is not to say I don't touch my bathroom more than once a week, and I'll get to that in daily, but I make sure I deep clean it at least once a week. So that is on my Tuesday list usually. If something gets weird and they don't take a bath on Tuesdays, then it's usually just happening the next day. I kick, I can kick any of these things around at any time, but again, just having the structure in place is helpful. On Wednesday, I'm back to doing just laundry. That's really all I do. Then on Thursday, I do all the dusting and I vacuum upstairs. So again, our house is not very big. (laughs) So I really like to have the house clean for the weekend so that we can just kind of enjoy the house and I'm not on Saturday and Sunday looking around thinking I really should have dusted. So I used to do that on Fridays, but Fridays just tend to be our busier days. So And I'm trying to really hustle and get all of my work stuff done, trying to finish programming for clients, sending out demo videos, that kind of stuff. So again, we can enjoy the weekend together as a family. So mostly on Thursday, I'm doing the big, that's probably, this is probably the most time consuming part of my week, which is not time consuming at all. I use the Norwex claws and I just go around my house and dust everything, put some like essential oils on there so it smells good. And I vacuum upstairs. I pair that as well with when the kids are playing because our playroom is upstairs. So um, I just wait till the time that we're going to the playroom or I'll suggest it if we're playing in the morning or playing in the afternoon after nap that I'm like, okay, guys, let's go to the playroom. Sometimes we play downstairs in the living room. Sometimes we'll go upstairs, but I'll kind of direct us up there. And then same thing there. I'll play with them. We're playing on the train table. We're having a grand old time. Okay, mom's going to vacuum. Okay, great. It takes 10 minutes. And while I'm doing that, uh, this is actually one I didn't put in there under, I definitely do this one at least quarterly, but usually monthly is doing the baseboards. Definitely should have thrown that in there where I just use my vacuum attachment and just suck up all the corners, make sure there's no cobwebs, get that kind of just dusted out. So a lot of times, honestly, I just do that when I vacuum, at least upstairs or upstairs is not that big. I just hit all the corners and high points when I'm vacuuming in general. All right, on Fridays, this is when I wash the sheets, I do laundry, and I deep clean the kitchen. So washing sheets is pretty much, you know, it's fallen under laundry anyway. So basically my laundry schedule looks like Monday, Wednesday, Friday, Saturday. So it's not quite every day, and it's usually looking like, again, two loads each time I have to do it. But I do, on Fridays, make sure that I wash everybody in the house's sheets. Might, you know, end up being a couple more loads that day just do any other laundry that's residual. And then usually Friday night after dinner, I just hit the kitchen pretty, you know, the making sure the stove looks great, all the cabinets, you know, I wipe them all down again with just my Norwex claws and stuff to make sure everything's good and ready for the rest of the weekend. I do love having a really clean kitchen on Saturday and Sunday. We're just going to cook in it. We're just going to mess it up, but I like heading into the weekend with it. Then on Saturday, I will do laundry, and I didn't used to do it on Saturday because our Saturdays are usually pretty busy, but I really try to not do any of this 
that I can avoid on Sunday. So if we are out all day Saturday, I will throw in a load of laundry on Sunday. I'm not super scrupulous about that. It's not this big servile work to me, and I'd rather not have it all pile up. So I have done that sometimes, but usually I just throw in that load on Saturday just to make sure we're in a good spot for Sunday. I make a Sunday treat, usually sometime on Saturday. I will bake some cinnamon rolls or prep something to like pop in the oven for Sunday morning or make cookies or something that we can enjoy on Sundays because we do enjoy our Sunday treats. So that was a weird point for me too because as a family, we really like to do that. My husband, I mean, who doesn't like treats? (laughs) And I used to be way more strict on that and thought, no, kids can't have that much stuff. We shouldn't have that much stuff. But I really, this is where I try to really blend the liturgical living with healthy. If you are eating really healthily during the week and your snacks are still good quality snacks and good quality treats during the week, if I'm making them banana ice cream during the week, they can have a treat on Sunday in moderation and they're going to be fine. And I'm going to be fine and it's all going to be good. We're not going to get diabetes or be obese from eating a treat on Sundays in moderation. So that wasn't really my sticking point then once we (laughs) embraced the treats. The sticking point was that sometimes I felt the pressure then to make sure to make sure I had the time to make it. So it was more like, okay, on Sunday I'm scrambling to either I'd get up early to make a treat or I'm using the boys nap time to make a treat. And I felt like I wasn't getting to do my hobbies or recreation and stuff that I would like to do on a Sunday. So I try to just get that out of the way and do it on Saturdays. There's a lot of things, again, that if you sit down, think about your pain points, you can find a solution to them. Sometimes we just like to sit in it, I feel like, and think, oh, this is just how it is. I just have to do this. Well, I have to make the treat because we do Sunday treats. Like, okay, find a different solution. Make it the day before. There's another thing with that. I This is business related, but I send weekly check-ins to my one-on-one clients and I send them out on Saturday mornings, but I usually, I used to just like type them out, send them via email on Saturday mornings right at that time. So I would always be either waking up really early before the family or then having to take some time with everybody home to try to send these check-ins. And I'm like, Brittany, just do it on Friday and schedule it. <laughs> like Use your Friday nap time, hit schedule on the email and you're good. And then you can sleep in on Saturday, wake up and be a normal human. It, we just have to sit and think about it sometimes and think, how would this make my life easier? So making the Sunday treat the day before on Saturday has definitely done that. And then my last one, which is kind of silly, but this is my new thing because I want to just live in the 1950s. I have started shining the boys' shoes on Saturdays as well, which when they get a little older, I will have them do this just by themselves. I just love the idea of, I think because I didn't have brothers either, and my dad, I don't think I ever saw shine his shoes. I don't think he cared much about his shoes, but, uh, and I don't know, maybe girls do this too, but we definitely never did. So I love the these little boy leather shoes, and I love the idea of them shining their shoes on Saturday to get ready for Sunday. I just like all of these things that also set Sunday apart, that there's a Sunday treat, that you shined your shoes, like really making it something special every week. Like we have the opportunity to do that every week. That's so fun. So I just, uh, my husband just recently did the consecration to St. Joseph and uh, that just was on St. Joseph's feast day that he made his consecration. I'm like, what do you get a guy for making a consecration? You know, a woman, a lot of times you'll get flowers, but I'm not going to get him flowers. He would be like, what? 
they just probably hand it back to me. So I got shoe polish and a little shoe polish kit, and that's been our new thing. And the and the boys love it. Josh, my three, almost four year old, loves doing it with me. It's only been like two Saturdays now, but um, he likes it. He lines up all the shoes and helps me out. The first time he went to do it, of course, he went like straight for the laces and just threw a bunch of polish on the laces. I'm like, alrighty, I think they're good. <laughs> so that'll be fun as they get older too to put that in their court that their job is to you know shine their shoes on Saturday get ready for Sunday so Sunday you can probably see that coming I do nothing now this is not to say that I don't you know if something if someone if the kitchen sink is disgusting I'm not going to not clean it there's there's a happy medium here I still cook I still clean the kitchen you know that we're using I'll wash the dishes things like that but I try to just get rid of the other chores I don't make Sunday a chore day that that's the day I vacuum or that's the day I this but there's pretty much a lot of daily stuff that we do so I did go through my splits on those days which is again pretty consistent on a normal Monday I'm starting the day with laundry to get a jump on the week we don't do it on Sunday and so I'm starting it off a normal Tuesday, I'm giving them a bath. You know, those things, if they don't happen, they, you know, go to the next day, whatever. But pretty much daily, I am vacuuming the downstairs and wiping the sink and toilet. So this is where I'm sure I'm forgetting other things that I just do daily. I'm also just not a, I really try not to be a big time waster where if someone calls me on the phone, I could literally be calling like spectrum <laughs> to tell them our service stinks because it does no the, whatever that was total aside but if I'm making a two-second phone call I will spray down the bathroom sinks and wipe it like I that is when I'm using every minute as much as I can like that to just make sure things are maintained because I don't have to use the time that I really could do other things like talk about my cleaning on a podcast <laughs> during nap time I can use that for more important things like that than just you know, feeling frazzled all the time. So pretty much daily, again, I have very small downstairs, but I've just found with kids that the daily vacuum makes me feel calm. And my husband too is really, that's something we both love is like closing out the night after dinner. It's like dinner and get the kids ready for bed and everything. And depending on what time it is, do the dishes, vacuum, and then we go upstairs and pray and tuck them in and everything and the boys know it too like every night the vacuum comes out and we just vacuum it all up I didn't put mopping the floor in here either this is another super easy one for me I have a Norwex mop and I just zip around the kitchen at least twice a week and that one too is just one I don't really think about I don't know if any of us really think about that where I know I'm doing it I had to think about it more when I didn't have kids because I was like oh when is the last time I washed the floor I sweep it a lot but I haven't washed it Whereas now, so much is getting dropped on it. So much is getting spilled. You know, if you have a crawler, you've got somebody all over the floor all the time. So I think you just think about it a lot more and I want it to be in really great shape all the time. So at least twice a week, I'm just zipping through the kitchen floor and just surrounding wood areas as well. So, all right, I could actually talk about this all day because I love cleaning. <laughs> Fun fact, I used to, when my mom... Uh, when I was younger, I remember my mom's friend moving into a new house and she had kids, but none were my age. Like there was one older than me and then two boys like way younger than me, but they had just bought this big, beautiful new house. And I was like, oh my gosh, I would love to go clean it. 
She's like, really? I was like, yes, I would love to. So I literally went there and slept over so I could spend two days cleaning their house. And I remember my mom's friend being like, this is so weird. And like, should I pay her and stuff? I'm like, no, I just love cleaning. I'm so excited to do this. So that might be you. That might be not. That That is just my point to say I could talk about this all day. I'm going to cut myself off here. But I hope you walked away with something that maybe you can implement. Again, when I heard... Uh, a good friend who is in her, she's 70, I believe, told me, I don't think she listens to this podcast, but um, we were talking about this a couple of years ago, and this is when I only had Josh, and he was like six months old, and I was sitting there like, how do you figure out what to do when? And like, he falls asleep, and I just need to do everything. I'm like, I should make muffins. I should go wash the sheets. When's the last time I, you know, whatever. And she was like, well, in our house, we just, and she was one of, I want to say eight, but it might've been more kids. Um, She said, we just did this on Mondays, this on Tuesdays. The laundry was on Wednesdays. The ironing was on Thursdays. They shined their shoes on Saturday. And I was like, that makes so much sense. Again, that might not be as earth shattering to you right now, but I think there's just so much information out there that is like, we'll do this on this day and time blocking, whatever. And I agree with a lot of that too. And I have talked about time blocking, but just hearing it like that really simplified it for me. Like, just pick a day and do it. Then you know what's coming. You know on Thursdays you deep clean the bathroom. You know on Friday you deep clean the kitchen. Whatever it is, so you know that you are getting it done. And it does free up that mental space. Then you can go work out on a Thursday afternoon, even after seeing your greasy cabinets, because you're like, whatever, they're getting tackled tomorrow. I'm going to go do my workout. And that is what I'm here for and try to help you do is figure out ways to make your fitness and your health and your nutrition and everything work with your life and not be such an, feel like a burden on your life. And like it's all of these other things are impeding your success and vying for your attention. Give them a place. Tell them where to go. You're in charge. You're the boss. Make the routine and, you know, stick with it. All right, that's my two cents for you today. Take it as you will. Thank you so much for listening. I will talk to you ladies next time. 